Legally Bound, a podcast hosted by married couple Andy and Katie Cherkasky. Lawyers, veterans, national news personalities, parents of five crazy kids, and unintentionally comedians. On tonight's episode of Legally Bound, we first drink a bottle of tequila, and then we talk about sex. Okay, Katie. We've Andy? gotten through the bottle of tequila. <laughs> it's like drunk history. <laughs> what a great show. That is a great show. I actually want to watch it right now, just saying that. So so we drank a bottle of the tequila for no particular reason, but it's Saturday and we're quarantined. Um, and we actually <laughs> shared half of that bottle with, with our close friends who were in self-quarantine with. They haven't seen other people. I'm I'm convinced of it. Yeah, so, so our neighbors and our very close friends, we monitor their comings and goings. So we know that they are no more exposed to Corona than we are. So we're all safe. So they're in the bubble. They're, I mean, they're, they're in they're... the bubble of trust. <laughs> but in a heartbeat, I will kick them out of that bubble. I don't think they're doing anything besides living in their house. So, okay, whatever. It's like if you're like casually dating someone. Yeah. Like, well, I Yes, I'll have I, unprotected I sex because <laughs> I've been with them five out of the seven nights of the week. So, you know, they wouldn't really have an opportunity to do something that would be compromising. So, yeah. Un- You're going to put my health at risk okay. with an unwarranted, unauthorized visit to How the How many people store? trust their, par- their, their neighbors to that level? I, Not a lot. Maybe I should read. Rethink that. It's over now. I, I feel like here's my assessment. I've been around them before, during, and after the outbreak, and I still feel healthy as an ox. So I'm, I think I'm okay for now. But if I get sick, I will blame any person that is not me because I haven't been out of my effing house since you know, last yeah, week. That's right. So I, it's not me. I've done. I've two, been around I've done nobody. Two Costco runs. It's not me. And that's it. And it could be you. Costco could be run could be at, it. It could be any very person. Sickly in Costco. And I mean, okay, I I haven't even exposed myself to germs outside of like my home, so I know I'm I'm pretty much like pristine at this point of the corona. But you are not the carrier. I'm not the carrier, and I'm convinced of that. And I will be more than happy to take sympathy when I am stricken with it by some unthoughtful neighbor, husband, or other person that finally gives it to me because we're all getting it right 58 well, percent of us 58 <laughs> percent of us are getting it and today or yesterday my mom sent me a statistic and it said only 65 people in all of orange county even have it i'm like okay we have a lot of work to do here to get everyone contracted with this disease because this is a long shot from from millions of people that we're projecting so wait, long. Why, why are we talking about sex tonight well you told me that we're talking about sex. Well, we're talking about sex because of your stupid mom group on Facebook things that you insist oh, on yeah. sharing with me. I, I have been interested in sharing like public posts with like these thousand plus tens of thousands of plus members groups. So no attribution whatsoever besides the fact that I'm attributing this to literally every boring ass mom in America. Okay. No attribution other than that. But the, the topic of the show is is sex. You know, like 
hooking up with your husband's sex. The things you've shared with me, and let's be honest, you non-consensually share with me the topics on these Facebook When you have only one social companion, there's 10,000 plus members on these types of groups. Oh, more, 12 plus thousand. They're huge. Yeah, yeah. So you read them to me, even though I try desperately to escape from If I don't read them to you, I send you screenshots of the posts. So you are you are forced to expose yourself to them just as I so am. So here daily the topic has been during the coronavirus uh encampment should I have <laughs> sex with my husband? Should I do I have to must I why and the overwhelming am answer I married has to been this person? no I sh- you should not have sex with your husband. According to the comments on each post of course I'm not doing a statistical analysis I'm not you know, concerning myself with like the fair analysis of the population of the groups, blah, blah, blah. The people who comment unequivocally agree with the the original poster, the OP, if you're into the lingo, um, that they do not have to have sex with their husband during the quarantine. And in fact, it would be disgusting to do that. So, you know, that's so the what topic are some of these complaints here. sound like about why people can't find it within them to maybe possibly have sex with their husband. Well, there's a couple like there's a couple like categories of complaints. I think the first, maybe we'll call it the first, is like the disease category. The disease category is that the husband is or maybe exposed anyway or, or is not being careful enough. Not being careful. They're not like particularly germophobic enough. They didn't wash their hands for they twenty seconds was one of they, the explanations. They get packages delivered. It drives me crazy that he won't wash his hands for a full they, 20 seconds. Yeah, like this mother effer. I can't believe I'm married to this person. Can you? And also they receive packages. Some of them actually have jobs that are essential, so they have to actually go into... They go out of the house their, to their, earn income. You know, job, because it's mandated and because it's essential. So that's held against them in the sexual arena, according to what I've seen. It is a very punishing group. Oh, beyond, beyond punishing. I'm talking about like a couple groups, I guess, but one in particular is like professional Are you women? a member of any groups that take the opposite opinion? Like, hey, like, girls, like, just suck it up. Like a Dr. Laura group. Oh, no. Well, I mean, in my own mind, I am. But like, no, there's not enough women of my age, my youthful age, that, uh, that adhere to these thoughts. Dr. Laura is your favorite. Dr. Laura what is What would my Dr. Favorite. Laura say? Why is Dr. Laura your favorite? Okay, Dr. Laura, if you don't know, you should know that she is a very well-known radio host who offers advice on relationships, on interpersonal problems, basically a therapist, but... She's an old lady who's actually been criticized harsh. in the media many times over the years, yeah. so much so that she was kicked off of... Many of stations. radio stations and now just has a serious. Yeah, but she's correct. Exam. So Dr. Laura, she is, she's, she's a blunt, thousand percent correct. If you AF. read through the, she does a little bit of publicity stunt type things where she doesn't fully understand the scope of somebody's question or something like that. And she gives a quick answer yeah, based on an assumption she, that might be wrong. She's on the radio, but her opinions are correct. And her general stance is like a conservative stance where it is something about, you know, how to be a good wife, how to be a feminine wife, and how to be in a gender role that's appropriate. So, okay, I'm probably the worst spokesperson because obviously I work, and obviously I consider myself to be a very 
powerful female, but I'm not a feminist, believe it or not. That's the thing that people are mistaken about. If they think they know me, they have absolutely no idea that that's not something I would ever adhere to because the truth is that the feminist movement has actually done women a huge disservice and there's evidence of it every single day in any mom's group you look at. Why am I the one stuck making all this money, going out, busting my ass, burning the candle on both ends, and then I have to take care of these kids? Well, Dr. Laura's whole point is that women should not work. They should raise kids. Husbands or, yeah, husbands, because you wouldn't have a kid with somebody who's not your husband, would you ladies, um, should be making it work and supporting their family. And if they don't, then they're not a man and you chose wrong. So the point is being the traditional setup and then your, your misery will be eliminated. She's not wrong. Okay. Now, many of us, including myself, no judgment at all, are not in that exact scenario. But if you were, you would be happy as a fucking pig and shit. So don't judge. That's it. So you've spent a lot of time thinking about Dr. Dr. Laura. <laughs> Clearly. And, and agreeing with it to a large degree. Clearly, yes. No, you I, work though. You work. Right, that's what I'm saying. Much of your day is taken away from. But I've complained about that in the past. Yeah, that's right. And because I'm, what I'm saying is that her suggestion. You have to a degree fallen into the modern world. Yes. And her suggestions about what makes people miserable, what makes marriages fail, what makes problems in interpersonal relationships is 100% correct. If you follow her model, and it is not impossible, it is correct. I Although I, I will caveat that with the idea that we're taking this from a lady who's in her 70s. She's a multi-multi-millionaire because she works, right? She has her own business. And she had a kid. And she had a kid. But she claims, and I've heard her say this, that she had the, the um, business stuff kind of done in the very limited time she had when her son wasn't in need of being mothered. Like she never had daycare such situations set up. She never would put her childcare needs on anybody else. So she claims she built this empire despite having the responsibilities of being a mother, which may or may not be true. I, I kind of, but I no. try to like emulate her in like a sense of my mind. Cause I'm like, maybe I could do that. And that would be cool very difficult. But aren't we kind of entering that now with the quarantine and yes. the stay at home and what I think is going to be a new way of life. I mean, I was watching movies over the last few days because aren't we all just watching movies? And when you watch movies or even like like a curb your enthusiasm, you see people touching each other and standing close to each other in a totally new way. Like I'm watching this, I'm like, <laughs> I will never, never be not view this away. With humans. I, will, I will never shake another person's hand again because I don't think it's going to be part of our culture anymore at, after this is all over with. I mean, many things will change as a result of this. Just like we have different perspectives on how we go to the airport and how we fly after 9-11. I mean, that, that experience is totally different. Watch a sitcom from the 90s where there's some sort of like at the gate sort of goodbye or right, drama or anything Those are gone all the way forever. up to the plane that, that not, will never happen again that's that's we were talking about that today and it's so true this is life altering this culture will change our altering lives. yeah absolutely i mean in every way of course it, it already has been this is unprecedented but this isn't just an experience that we're going to have for a little bit this is an experience that will cause us to change the way that we live for the rest of our lives how could it not i mean how could you live 
and without now we were just you know fat dumb and happy prior to this not knowing that something could be so abruptly imposed on us at least i was i think mostly everybody was who knew who knew that this could be such a drastic change in a matter of like a moment you're like uh what i'm not allowed to go to a store, a restaurant, they're closed. And what? That, and that our government would actually go to the point that they've gone to. Yeah, I'm Given shocked. that there's so many ignorant people in our government too, who are so business focused or who right. are so like. like that wouldn't want to like you know, just devastate. I'm, I'm about the masses, not about the individual. I mean, we are making unbelievable sacrifices for individuals that will contract this and potentially die as a result of this. Mm-hmm. This is not something I would innately assume that our politicians would go along with and businesses for the most part, other than some like ridiculous businesses like Hobby Lobby and GameStop who have claimed themselves to be essential uh, services. I heard GameStop. Hobby Lobby might be though. If you're a stay at home mom, now we all are. So um, are those the office supplies and whatnot that we need to actually exist through this time? Maybe, Maybe. but GameStop tried that one. It finally got shut down by the the Pennsylvania. All you've done is ruin our lives. Really? Video games. That's what you're going to go after. (laughs) Is video games have ruined our lives? I, I am not a fan, no. But you never. But that's a Dr. Laura thing as well. You love oh, Dr. No, Laura. Oh no, I do. Dr. No, Laura judges grown men It's not, it's not that I love her. Maybe I games. am her. I'm the younger generation of her in my mind. Because you believe a lot of it. You really do. I've, and so, I've, okay, I've listened to her since I was way, twelve years old. Take that back to what is a Dr. Laura's answer on whether you have sex with your husband? Yeah. What I mean, the the idea She's of like not clear. having sex with your husband is is completely foreign to Dr. Laura. And to me, I think that's weird. And I honestly think that the quarantine here has like really exposed so many issues or will continue to expose so many issues in people's relationships. And mind you, I do not have a perfect relationship, right, Andy? It's not I mean, perfect. come it's, on. It's it's so, wonderful in so many ways. And it's so important to say that, but it is imperfect in certain regards. And when those imperfections occur... I mean, we go at it. We are not on the same uh, playing field in our opinions about planet, the issues same that planet. we have. We're not That's on right. the same planet. There's been books written about that. Yeah. But there are real issues there. So if you really hate your spouse that much, that this is exposing the idea that, God forbid, you have to have sex with your spouse, and that just makes you nauseated, then I think the answer is more simple than we may have to even contemplate. I don't think you really like them. And this is really like a forced exercise into, hey, do you really like this person? Because guess what? As Dr. Laura says, and as is obvious, men like sex. Men have to have sex, actually, more than women do for the most part. So as a wife. So as a wife, here's what you, I guess as a a man, I mean, because it can go both ways. It can go both ways. But here's what you have to accept. When it's your spouse, it is both moral and ethical to have sex with them. I mean, we're not entering some sort of realm in which there's any sort of religion, moral, or ethical boundary to actually engaging in a sexual act with your spouse. So the only reason you're not having sex with them is because you don't want to. That's it. Yes, you don't want to, and you don't feel like you should have to. And suddenly the expectation is, oh, we're always around each other all the time now. And many men are like, well, you know, what do you think that means? That's like an invitation to more sexy time. Exactly. 
And then these women that oh, I you were literally asking what what men think. I'm telling you, that's what we're right. thinking. More I mean, sexy time. I I would assume so. And then all these women are like, "Ew, go away! You disgust me." You didn't wash your hands for 20 seconds. And and then women, I'm just gonna say it. They wonder why their husbands have affairs on them. I mean, really, they do. They're like, I can't believe it. Well, it's not really that complicated usually because it usually boils down to this exact scenario. But this is just like an artificial iteration of it that's like being kind of escalated or being kind of accelerated, I guess is the better word. So it's more of the idea that people get married for lots of reasons. And now I've kind of seen that many people are married just for the idea of like they wanted to get married and like they actually despise being with this person now. It's all kind of come down to living with them and them alone. Um, that's not cool, but it it seems like this is showing a lot of the cracks. So people are saying baby boom in nine months or like divorce central in a month. Maybe we should reorchestrate the law firm to uh, to divorces. Yeah, family law. I'm sure like family laws is just as crazy, if not crazier than criminal law. I mean, we've had like. We have a lot of like overlap cases where there's like really shitty family law cases that turn into criminal allegations, and that's really messed up stuff. But have family we, law have is we seen bad. A spike yet in like marital cases on on our criminal side in the last three weeks? Not I, yet. I, I want to say there's a spike. That's there's not been- yeah. That's too soon, but it will show for sure, hundred percent. Domestics, I mean, maybe even murders. No, there's no Corona murder. Can you imagine? I mean, I'm not, I'm not ruling it out, but I actually got a little paranoid today. You have to be very close to the person in order to commit murder. Yeah, murder murder. is like really extreme. And and, oh, just like a PSA, murdering a person is a big logistical nightmare. You should never murder somebody because you will get caught. And even if you're not caught for a little while, you will live in paranoia and fear until they actually catch you, and they will. I'll say this about the police. The police don't do a whole lot for really a whole lot of cases, but they love murder. Murder. They will put everything (laughs) forward. Don't murder. To investigate Just get divorced. My God. You don't have to kill somebody. I mean, like, move on. And murder is terrible, and it should be investigated. But <laughs> it should be, you know what? I agree with that. Like, I'm, behind is, I'm behind the investigation. murder investigation, yeah, like, but there are somebody? also many other heinous crimes that deserve a little bit of investigation and get like a basic report without interviews, without people being Very talked true. to, so, without like basic, basic stuff. See the nouns theory of investigation from season one of Legally Bound if you want that's more a information great about investigations. But Very when it comes to murder. They look at the nouns every time. Don't murder. Don't murder. You will not make your life better by murdering. It will only be worse, actually, believe it or not. So just get a divorce. Move on with your life. Like, people can move on. Okay, so it's Saturday night, and we had, we did, between the two of us, we each drank a quarter of a bottle of tequila. That's yeah. a lot of tequila. That is things that I well, promised I also never drink, to do again. I don't want to add on to it. You I'm had a gonna... little bit of wine? I didn't say that. I don't know. I don't know. That's like an assumption. I'll assume that glass of wine in front of you is from last night. It's just for a prop. It's a prop, okay? It's a Saturday. We're in the corona era. A drink's not going to kill you. This is the sort of stuff 
that can lead to a fun night of sex with your spouse, I guess. Oh, this is where this is going. Right? Is I don't know. Maybe. It's at least I a like maybe. That. It's at least a maybe. Shouldn't you be getting drunk with your spouse during corona season? <laughs> if you're not doing that, what else are you doing? I mean, honestly. Fighting and bickering and complaining about everything that they do. And crying and, and stressing. While, and, and while many whatever. things that they do may be very annoying, get over it and have some sex. I don't know. Like, isn't that what you got to do to get through it? I think so. I mean, honestly, why not? I I don't get it. Like, I actually feel glad to be quarantined with you. So I I mean, not to well. get too explicit on like a G rated podcast. This is not G. This no, is like PG thirteen. PG thirteen slash That's right. Whatever. This one's not gonna R? find its way to no iTunes. R. There's no R material on here. I mean, I can't even share anything like that. It would be weird. A few curse words is as as uh, explicit. Well, the curse as we words get. are like actually just an everyday occurrence in my home. Yeah, Katie's like a sailor. When she's talking mm-hmm. to clients, she's like, "Do you mind if I swear in my in my conversation with you?" And you're, they're like, "No, I'm a sailor. That's fine." <laughs> she's like, oh, I, feel, "I don't ask I feel for much permission." More comfortable. People no, always, I actually do. It's I'm actually like, hilarious oh, because people always apologize to me when they say a curse word. I'm like, "It's okay." Don't worry. Like, if you only knew the phone calls that I've gotten in the middle of the They're night. like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for offending there your was one like, ta- There was one time that you fine. called me. I was gone. Um, I was at a case, and you called me, and you said, in the middle of the night, I got a phone call, <laughs> which isn't that uncommon for us because people calling us from all over the world need a lawyer. There's all sorts of urgency to it, and we try to pick up the phone whenever we can, and if in the middle of the night we're up and the phone's ringing or even if it wakes us up, we often answer it. Mm-hmm. So. In the morning, you're telling me, I got a phone call in the middle of the night. Okay. That's fine. What about? Well, it was a grown man crying to me. Again, not that uncommon. Something that happens pretty regularly. Weekly, daily, sometimes. Crying to me about the fact that he had, in his opinion, consensual anal sex with a woman. And according to her, was less than consensual. So there's a grown man crying to my wife in the middle of the night about <laughs> anal sex. Wait, I, I actually have no f- memory of this, This, but this is funny because it's happened so often that I'm like, yeah, this, is, this is a regular ring a bell. occurrence. Rings no bell. But yes, it happened. <laughs> Many times. <laughs> I know. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like half asleep. Yes. Mm, yeah. That actually does sound very difficult. And so you talk them through it. Well, yeah, help you through course. this difficult time of course well yeah i mean like it's it's really difficult no, no humor at all in the idea of like being accused of any crime and so to the extent that we can be available when it's like an off time or like really really random middle of the night time that is something i try to do so to be a little somber for a second we see so much really serious very criminal activity um and whether it's on the false allegation side or on the side that that there really was something terrible that happened. I think that it it creates to you some degree of aggravation when people are complaining about things that are so minor, you know, a minor offense. I go back again because it was it was a, a post today. The idea that my husband's not washing his hands for a full twenty seconds. Oh, like for women like to that. be yeah. Or and, and a spouse, well, either way. Guy's... And it's just it's unique yeah. to the gender because it happened to be what you were looking at on on your Facebook thing. But it is not gender specific. But seeing these things really does kind of get to you, I think, because of the things that you've seen in the realm of really terrible. 
Well, I, I mean, maybe that's true. Maybe I can't relate in a normal way to just like typical banter. From that moms. which is offensive. Yeah. Well, no, because it's just like your your like regular your tolerance level is like totally skewed. I mean, I can put everything in perspective. Like if you told me anything, I could not be shocked. There'd be like, it would take a lot to shock me. I don't even think I could be shocked. That's how, that's the level we're operating at. Anything in the world, you couldn't shock me. I promise you. I don't think you could. Could you shock you? No, I don't think so. I mean, you've, You've gotten phone calls, and it's not just that you've heard the stories. I mean, you've spoken to the people with the craziest stories from the the alleged incest was consensual as opposed to actually having happened to the middle-of-the-night anal rape phone calls that you get to the alleged or even convicted child molesters that you've helped through the appellate process. There is an ability that you have, and I hope to have it as well, in the world that we live in as criminal defense attorneys as something that is really the focus of what we've done for many years at this point, when people call, we're not taking on a position where we're going to judge the circumstances that led them there. We've got to advocate for their legal position in a system where if we don't, the system will start to crumble. And that's, you know, it's a little bit egotistical to say that we are necessary to make our system work but that's literally how our system works unless the government unless the prosecution or the persecution in some cases is put to the test by aggressive defense attorneys they will continue to do it continue to get away with it and we will live in a society in which it turns into just government rule in all that results in people's allegations so yeah. that's a little bit of my setting 10 guilty men free to save the one innocent. But it really is what we do, and it's why we are desensitized. So mm-hmm. when we see people complaining about little things like that, although you and I fight about little things on a day-to-day basis, I mean, maybe that's the, <laughs> maybe that's the bottom line here is what we see as little stuff to them. It's gone on for so long, and it's been so offensive because there's been so many requests to – adjust this thing instead of washing your hands for 15 seconds just if you'd respect me you'd do it for 20 seconds and i can totally understand that people feel disrespected because they make a mild request feeling like they have given so much that they're entitled to some degree of respect in that situation i mean i feel like this feels personal it does feel personal right (laughs) it's like things that we've talked about but lesson to myself gotta let that stuff go oh my god you gotta let that stuff go well, you know what they say, don't sweat small stuff. So, I mean, that's really what it boils down to. After half a bottle of tequila, after a little bit of sex talk, and after a lot of thinking about Corona, we thank you for joining us tonight. Until next time, we are Legally Bound. Legally Bound.